Thrilled. Thanks for rocking up and chucking your earphones and listening to us yap on. We are stoked to have you. So, <laughs> what's been going on in the life of Christy? Give us a little catch up. Life of Christy. What has been going on? So, have you finished editing the Apollo and Sage stuff yet? Um, yeah, I did. I finished all the imagery, um, but I actually did video on the day as well. So, Ooh, I did it. Yeah, so I offer a, like a video add-on package um, with some clients. So I nice. am editing between five and ten reels for Apollo and Sage. So I've done quite Hefty. a few. Yeah, um, nice. but there's just, I guess, a lot that goes into, like there's ones with like iPhone ones are a bit different, but these are like professional yeah, ones. Yeah. So it's a bit more like color grading and stuff. professional so ones take time. It's taking a lot more time than I anticipated. And also music, yeah. I've never... Doesn't it kill with, your soul when yeah. you make a reel and then they don't like the music and you basically have to mm. make it all again because it's in time with the music? Love yeah, that. that's the biggest setback has definitely been the music with these reels. <laughs> yeah, what do you You're use like, for your copyright-free music? I, well, I literally just use normal music because I am just posting to reels so it doesn't matter. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, but... I am definitely, that's on my to-do list is to look into that because as I yeah. go more and more into videography, it's definitely something that's going to... Um, it's definitely handy. Yeah, for sure. But I just like having the good music, like, you know, actual artists. But you can't use it for everything. No, you definitely can't. But when you're just offering reels, like, all they do is um, use that anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Just depends what you Well, it depends it how your Instagram's set up because if you're a certain type of business, you can't use like the normal publicly available music well that's what's been the issue so it depends for, who your yeah is. yeah exactly so they've been working fine for me i'm like here you go they've all been uploaded and they're like oh we actually can't use the music you've used yeah so exactly that's the spanner that's been thrown my way today but that's yeah. fine we will adapt i used to use forward. epidemic sound mm. which is good um i really liked it but they didn't come out with like new tracks that often Mm. but I did like that every song you have the choice if you want to download the vocals just the instrumental like you can download those bits separately so you can kind of edit the music how you want as well like take out Mm. a beat drop or add you know you can do different things Mm -hmm. I use Artlist now because I like the selection better but you can't do that you have to like if you want one with no audio Mm. no um no audio if you want one with, <laughs> one with no singing then you have to just like search one without singing i'm pretty sure yeah i haven't found a way it's to a do whole it other but... realm that i'm starting to step yeah, into and i'm is. like i feel like it i'm is. a baby again like learning to walk <laughs> Help. Yeah. what about you what's going on in the life of jack being away how do you um, stay on top of i guess posting and being current yeah, so it's a jobs. bit of a um, a different one for me because I'm usually – I don't really post personal stuff that often. It's usually all kind of client work um, mm. and obviously without – And fitness. I guess I'm probably eight <laughs> weeks without clients at the moment. Yeah. Um, wow. And I'm still, I'm still doing some like remote work but not actually shooting. Yeah. So I've kind of batched a bunch of content 
Um, I shot like a ridiculous amount the week, the couple weeks before I left. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm still actually editing. I've got two more to edit. So I've mm-hmm. got a bunch of content that can still go up that's like new people haven't seen yet. But other mm-hmm. than that, I've been really trying to prioritize reels just mm-hmm. like everyone else. <laughs> um, <laughs> but because of that, I've batched quite a few, which is handy. Um, yeah. So every shoot, I just try to get a bit of, you know, phone BTS, whack it into a reel, put some photos at the end. And um, yep. that's been yeah, helping me mm. along the way. But yeah, I do want to do a bit of fun travel content as well, because that's kind of how I started. So yeah, it'd be go nice back to get back roots. to my roots. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good as well. I feel like people want to see that for sure. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, But that does go along with our topic today because we are talking about burnout. Burnout. We all have it. You're a lion if you say you've never had it. (laughs) Big time. And like it's such a massive thing when your passion becomes your job. Like you're just Mm. bound to hit this point. Um, Mm -hmm. And it makes you question a lot of things. (laughs) But as I said, like the weeks leading up to my trip were pretty jam-packed. So yeah, yeah. I've been here for a week. I have not touched my camera. I've actually, I brought it on one hike and I took about 20 photos. <laughs> but, you know, you just get to that point when you're break. shooting so much for other people, you just mm-hmm. don't want to do it anymore, which yeah. feels weird because like it's your passion. You love to That's do how, it. And then yeah, it's how it starts. Don't like want to. Thing. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. You definitely do need a break as well. I think you should definitely use this holiday as a, like a bit of a break from your camera. I, I feel will, like, and I yeah, will not feel guilty about it. <laughs> do not feel guilty at all because it happens to everyone. Yeah, and I'm still like, I'm still vlogging though. So I still mm. have like my mini camera with me and I have my film camera too. So that's like two fun ways to still get, get a little outlet. bit of, yeah. Um, yeah, get a little bit of it done. I can still take photos on them. I can still take iPhone photos. Like mm. I still have the memories. I'm still like using my craft, but just not in like such an intense professional way. It's just yeah. nice to be a little more relaxed with it at sometimes. Yeah, I'm definitely. not like, you know, I'm not a travel blogger. I'm not going to like be waking up early to go to this spot to get an amazing photo of me in mm. a dress twirling yeah. around. Like, you know, it's just not me. <laughs> it's just not me. So you're more like on the CrossFit bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, little fit though. Uh, oh. But I like, I, I guess I first experienced this burnout. Um, because when I first started photography in Germany, I the first professional kind of um, thing I was doing was the ATP tour, which is mm-hmm. professional men's tennis tour. Mm-hmm. Um, and the days doing this are just absurd. Like it's yeah. just not, it's not okay. So I would travel to, for instance, like Stockholm and do the tournament there. So you, you arrive on like the Monday morning and mm. the matches start that day. Um, matches usually start around like 11 a.m depending on the tournament between like 10 and midday usually and you're just like bouncing between courts so the first um the first few days obviously there's more matches on because the draw is bigger no one's lost yet so and you want to get as many people as you can especially if you're just starting like I was like getting a reshare Mm. of someone Mm-hmm. It's massive. So you're like, okay, I want to get on as many courts as possible so that I have a higher chance of someone resharing my image and then, you know, some a brand seeing it or something. So you're just literally sprinting from court to court trying to get everyone. And I then can sometimes just imagine. the matches don't finish. <laughs> literally, sometimes they don't finish till like 2 a.m. Mm. 
Mm. So you're there till then and then you have to go back to your apartment and then they want their photos as soon as they've won. Mm. So then you're editing after 2 a.m. Like it's absurd. And then so in between there as well, if say someone finishes their match at like 3 p.m., then you've Mm -hmm. got to run back to the media room, edit those quickly and send them to them just in the hope that they'll you know, use one of them. So you're yeah. just sprinting court back to the media room, edit, court, media room, edit, send. That's so bah, 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 true because I've actually never back. thought about that with like, yeah, um, I guess sporting events. Like they do post like literally as soon as it's over, it's up, like it's posted. Yeah. Wow. yeah, and that's the thing. That's how I kind of got a bit of a different name because usually they're not edited. Like they're mm. usually these older photographers. They're usually older men um, oh. and they just shoot raw, they, like – shoot raw and they literally send them from their cameras either jpeg or like Mm. just unedited because that's what newspapers want as well so that's kind of what they're used to um and then people like me were coming along doing a little bit more artsy with it editing it making it look pretty cool um and you know especially the younger players were like "Ooh, cool (laughs) so that's how you get some reshares so anyway you're doing that you're running around from court to court to court the finals are on sunday so usually finishes by like, I don't know, early evening. And then you get on a plane and go to the next city and do it all again. (laughs) So it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous days. Like, I don't even understand how the players do it, (laughs) really. (laughs) So yeah, it's, it's pretty big days. So that's how I experienced my very first burnout after three tournaments in a row, just day in, day out massive days like 16 plus hour days I was just like I can't anymore I cannot yeah wow um I guess yeah that would do it having burnout like that that's some pretty hectic days I've definitely experienced the same sort of thing um and I actually ran away from my burnout and (laughs) I moved to an island within like a couple days notice I I was like fuck this shit I'm out (laughs) so what island um, I moved to Morton Island, so if okay. people that don't know that I didn't even know you could like permanently live there. Yeah, yeah. So I lived there for about a year and a half. Um, oh wow! Yeah, That's a long time. It was very random. I did not like literally. I think I um, got a call like three days before I moved, um, and I had no like I don't know intention of moving anywhere. So. Yeah, it was pretty random, mm. but definitely I just kind of jumped at it. I was like, yeah, I'm keen to do something. Were you still working while you were there? Um, I did a few shoots while I was there, but it just was too hard. Like, because when you're living in such close proximity with everyone you are friends with, um, you run into people everywhere. So every time I'd have to edit for a shoot, like it just was like so annoying. Like I'd miss out on so much because it was such an adventure packed sort of um, island, mm. you know, like you're always doing an adventure, you're always hanging out with mates, like having bonfires, going for four driving. Like it was so much fun. Um, Wild. Yeah, I actually started in photography there. So that's actually how I started, which is funny because I was running away, running away from my burnout. And then I... Oh, I thought you were talking about you burned out from photography. Yeah, I did. And then I went there. <laughs> I guess like my own business photography, but I guess that was my okay. way in was um, So what were you doing before then to burn out? Um, well, I was working at a golf club and doing photography on the side. So it was just too much. Right. I was... Um, okay. And this is like peak COVID. So I... They... Um, uh, everyone that worked there, I guess, got fired because of COVID and they couldn't afford to keep them mm-hmm. on except if you'd been working in a job for over a year then the government would pay you 
Um, and that yeah. only applied for me and my other friend that worked there. So we pretty much ran that whole club um, just between the two of us seven days a week. Um, and we were doing like crazy hours, like 60 plus hours a week, um, doing the job of 10 plus people with only the two of us. Mm. And then I was also running my business on the side. Um, yeah. yeah. So I literally, I remember going out the back one day and I was so burnt out and so over it. Um, cause there was, I was getting some pretty cool, like email, like inquiries as well for photography. And I just like did not have the capacity to even think about doing it. Um, yeah. and then, so I walked out the back, like into the kitchen, I hopped on my phone and I just looked on Seek, like I just typed up like Island or photography or something like that. Um, oh my God, how <laughs> random. I know. And then Google. I literally just <laughs> pressed me away. Yeah, no, literally that's what happened. And then I pressed apply and then I got a phone call, like pretty much like straight away. And they were just like, Hey, can you, um, come over to the Island for an interview? And I was like, fuck yeah. Like free trip over to an Island, like you're paying for it. So I was like, yeah, I'll just do it for a day off. So <laughs> I yeah. went, um, everyone there was like freaking out. Cause it was like 14 other people. Um, that were going for the job and they're all freaking out and I was just like literally cruising I was like this is such a nice day like I'm here on like just a day on the island like wasn't even thinking about the job at all because I was just like needed mm. a day off um and then yeah I got the call next day, like hey can you move in two days like and I was like oh uh um give me three <laughs> give me three yeah, days three yeah that's plenty of time um yeah so I literally just picked up my life and it was my 21st birthday like the next day or something so Oh um, gosh. yeah, I had like all these people over for my birthday and they're just like, I they didn't tell them that I was moving. Like, are you leaving? I'm like, I guess so. Like, I don't even really know what's happening. Picked up and left and then Hilarious. did like the classic, um, tourism photography. So it was pretty yeah. bland. Like you didn't need to be a photographer to be in that job. Cause they tell you exactly what settings to use at what time of the day. Um, exactly what really? shots, yeah, exactly what shots you needed to use, um, to do, Interesting. Um, there was no editing so it was really like child's play and I was just coming from running my own photography business I was like oh this is really like holding me back and I just was no read because mm. I was like oh yeah it'll kind of enhance me in my photography because I'll be you know we did prints as well um but so I spent two months in that job and then I was like yeah I just do not want to be taking photos on this island. That's what I was literally running away from, <laughs> like a little bit of burnout. Mm. So I ended up moving into water sports, which was amazing. And then um, so I literally just spent every day snorkeling and kayaking and diving. Um, and then I did my skipper's ticket, my coxswain. So I then I was a skipper. Um, driving boats so it was like completely different to photography How random. yeah and then I met my partner over there so I think that's why I stayed for so long as well um, oh nice yeah and that's then nice a year and a half later I was like all right time to come back <laughs> and yeah. then that's so the last six months has been me pretty much starting from scratch really because I had so long yeah. so long off doing it and then some kind of chasing my tail um for the last six months yeah. so yeah. It's such an interesting concept because we mm. generally everyone who starts their own photography business is running away from something they've burnt out from. Yeah. Whether it's, <laughs> you know, another type of photography or whether it's like another job. So for me it was like hospitality mm. and I was just working ridiculous hours mm -hmm. and then you start this business which is your own. It's your little baby and you love it so much mm -hmm. and before you know it you're working more hours than you were doing the other thing mm -hmm. that you burnt out from. Absolutely. And it's just so easy to get to this place where you're just working like through the night. I had so many, so many nights where I'm editing at like 2 a.m. 
and I mean, I was younger at this point. I was probably like early 20s mm-hmm. and I just, I can't fathom that anymore. It's just so, Me so too. unhealthy. Yeah. And it's like, I I think it's this early, not early 2000s. It was like this probably 2015 to 18 was like this hustle culture, mm-hmm. this really, really unhealthy hustle culture where it's like you're praised for not having any days off for not resting for just always doing something and being go 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 Mm. and I feel like now we're in the era of kind of wholesome Mm. and healthy growth look after yourself um, yeah which is nice yeah Mm. and I think uh, I have a few thoughts about this but like (laughs) I think you need both like you need to experience the hustle you you have to have a period of time where you're just hustling Mm. to a ridiculous point to get your business off the ground you just Mm. have to Mm -hmm. Um, maybe some people are lucky and they don't have to do that but that is absolutely not the regular story I mean most businesses have the hustle period and they don't succeed yeah so (laughs) it's just it's just stats like most Mm. businesses don't succeed Mm -hmm. so you definitely have to be smart about it, put your heart and soul in it and um, really get those hours in. But there mm. comes a point in time where you need to realize what's going on and stop. Because especially after COVID, I was like taking everything I could get because I was like, I don't know when this is going to stop. Mm. And that period lasted about eight months until I was like, okay, it's not stopping. I have to do something to manage this because if I just keep taking these jobs in the fear of the, that I won't get enough further down the line, Mm. I'm going to like just burn out to a ridiculous point and hate photography forever. Yeah. It's it's really, um, yeah, it's really important to realize that you're in that zone Mm. and that you're beyond the point where you need to do this to yourself Mm. and start putting boundaries in place to grow at a healthy pace. Mm. Yeah, that's something I'm trying to learn at the moment because I did stop for so long and then it's like I moved back um, and then it was still, but this was six months ago I moved back. So for the last six months I've essentially, like I said, restarted um, and then it's you're hustling so much because you're, you're also getting kind of a little bit of imposter syndrome because you're seeing all these other people that you started at the same time with like say five plus years ago, but they've hustled this whole time and you've had this massive break. Um, and then you're kind of like in this, I'm in this weird stage of, I've been doing it for ages, but I stopped for so long. So I'm like not a beginner because I'm definitely not a beginner, but it's like, I don't know that had such a roadblock, I guess. Business wise, it feels like you're just starting. Yeah. Because you had to, I had to drop all my clients, um, for so long. Even when you are comparing though, to those people that you're Mm. like, oh, we started around the same time or whatever. Like you're comparing yourself to the one percenters, you know, Absolutely, you're not yeah. looking at all the other random photographers who are trying and trying and trying. There's thousands mm. in like every city just mm. trying to make it work. Mm. So it's really easy to get caught up in that comparison and comparing yourself to the people who are just um, doing really well for themselves. But mm. um, try to just focus inwards and, and focus on your own growth Yeah, because that's where you're going to see progress um Mm. and please do it in a healthy way yeah I did (laughs) (laughs) I know it is hard and I'm trying to keep that balance because I'm I'm trying to like hustle and chase my tail and do all that stuff because I had so long off but I'm also like okay but I'm gonna burn out again like yeah you know like it's just gonna be the same cycle because it's happened to me so many times I've burnt out and I've just not touched my camera for a couple months like I've just stopped posting I've just stopped and then you're hurting yourself in the long run in your own business because your business can't grow if you're not doing anything 
Um, yeah, yeah, so you have to have those healthy boundaries in place. Otherwise, yeah, you cannot function. You cannot keep a business yeah. on those, I guess, um, I don't know, those foundations. It just doesn't work like that. So, so um, what are some things you put in place to kind of mitigate this? Um, well, <laughs> I guess having a work-life balance for sure. Um, I think at the moment I'm definitely lacking with the life balance for sure. Like just being honest with everyone, like I'm definitely working more than I'm living, but I guess that's because in my headspace at the moment, I'm trying to, I guess, catch up for lost time. Um, cause See, I, guess I struggle it, with this term mm, work-life balance. I really struggle with it because mm, for me, I, I love my work. Mm. My work is part of my life. It's, it's not necessarily just work. Mm. And when you're building something that you love so much and is, is all entirely yours, it's part of your life. Yeah. So it's, it's easy to get stuck into this. Um, this is what I don't like about the current culture of like, you know, very wholesome, you know, mm. organic. It's not the reality. Like, <laughs> it's the extreme. It's the extreme, definitely. But mm. like, if you're building something sustainable, it it's part of your life. Mm. So I know what you mean. Like the, you need to manage how much you're working compared to what you're doing outside of what you call work. Mm. Um, but for instance, for me, things that I've done to improve my kind of avoiding burnout mm. are things like YouTube and starting this podcast because mm-hmm. I love them. They're mm. enjoyable. Mm-hmm. They still help me business-wise, but at the end of also the day, like I'm yeah. having fun while doing it. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing something different creatively. And I mean, I'm older than you. I'm, <laughs> I'm not the kind of person who's like meeting up with friends for drinks, you know, on a regular basis. Mm. I'm not going out to dinner. Like I'm... I'm very much an introvert. I like my own time. I like my own space. So having time for these sorts of things is very easy for me. Yeah. And when I enjoy it as well and people tell me I work too much, mm. I disagree because I love what I'm doing. So, mm. you know. Yeah, that's so true. That's your passion. I guess for me, because I came off the tail end of literally my only thing I was doing for a year and a half was literally just living. That's all I did. It was like you didn't work essentially because you're working you're swimming with dolphins like I got paid to feed dolphins every night like it was so I would struggle with that though I loved it It was such a nice break I think it was like literally letting go of like sometimes I would think like oh where where could I be if I didn't do this like I would probably be really ahead I'd probably be making a lot more money than I'm making but I and it definitely set me back business wise that's probably equivalent to the time I spent traveling Europe for nine months like it's sa- it sounds like the same thing. You know, mm. I wasn't working. I was traveling. I was taking some photos for fun. Yeah, mm. I was I thought I was building a business. Really, I was just learning some skills and mm. learning what not to do. Mm. Um but yeah, I feel like that's just such a long time ago for me now. Yeah. Yeah. I but think cuz I'm like, so you need to do that. that. Oh, definitely. When you're young and when you have the time and you have the freedom, do it. Well, that's, like, that's don't fine. worry about yeah. getting like quote unquote falling behind. Like mm. you, you'll be fine. You'll grow. There's people who don't succeed until they're like 40, 50 in their businesses. Like mm. you've got nothing but time. And that's Just something I well. really want to like, I guess, like tell everyone and preach it is like, you know, your business obviously is like your baby. It's yours. If you don't do it, like you're hurting yourself. Your time is your money. Like 
when you're doing it for yourself, but you also have to make time for those experiences. Like if I didn't do that, I would not be where I am at the moment, like mentally and yeah, like who absolutely. I am. Um, and then, so I look at these people I'm getting imposter syndrome with, I'm like, oh, they're doing so much better than me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but they've actually never experienced what I've experienced and I would never trade what I've done for the last yeah. year and a half and all those amazing experiences exactly. I had for And you don't know their traje- trajectory either. Mm. Like maybe you're... Maybe you're growing at a faster pace than them, but they've been in the game so long that they're just on this slow incline or even just mm. leveling out. And mm. you just don't know. So it's it's impossible to compare yourself to other people. Yeah. And you also just have to make time for those things. Like if you get to the end of your life and all you've done is grow your business, like that's amazing. And all these cool things can happen from that too. But you also need to have those periods in your life where you've literally just lived. Like that's that's what you've done. You just had fun yeah. and you've, yeah, you've just adventured and like you definitely need that sort of balance. And that's something that I'm yeah. definitely trying, like I'm on the fence about now. I'm like, oh, do I just go um, get a job diving for a couple months? <laughs> but then it, you stop, <laughs> then you're stopping your um, business again. So it's definitely like finding a balance of growing your own business, but also um, enjoying those things that I guess set your soul on fire as well. Yeah, but there's different ways you can do that as well. So mm. a lot of wedding photographers um, will just work week after week after week and then they'll have a season where they're off work, but mm. they've got all their editing to do. Mm. So they can go and do that anywhere in the world. Mm. I mean, it's kind of similar to what I'm doing right now in these weeks in France is like mm. you're, you're still working, you've got everything built up. So technically you're still getting paid when you average it out over the year, but yeah. you allow yourself the time to go and do things. Like mm. I'll wake up here, I mean, we're waking up probably five o'clock every morning and I'll get a few hours of work done, but then I have the rest of the day with no strict time obligations mm, no to do guilt. whatever I want like yeah. as long as I get the work done it's all under my control and I can go and explore and travel and do whatever so mm. that's also a nice way to do it if your um I guess type of work allows mm. with weddings it's a bit easier because it's understandable when you have a longer delivery time frame so with yeah. other jobs it can be a little trickier but it's a it's a good way to do it what is the wedding delivery time frame um so mine used to be I used to say three days so, and that's, yeah. I mean, I've spoken about this before is I just want it done. <laughs> so that's just, yeah, yeah you just don't that's want it on just your mind. me being like, get this I get that. Um, I now say two weeks, um, which is probably on the longer end of what I do, but I'm considering switching over mm-hmm. to this, this method where I can travel and edit um, and deliver, but I also offer an express editing fee. So if they do want it super quick, I can mm. do that as well. So, yeah, there's a few different things you can do there. Um, is that express delivery fee, like, would you be comfortable with sharing how much that usually is? At the moment, about? it's five ninety nine, Um, But I'm... Mm-hmm. And that's a 24-hour? That's a three-day. Turn around? Actually, three I day. think that's okay. the next day. But I'm, I'm going to change it. Um, I've only just put it in, and I, I think it needs to be more. Mm. Um. But yeah, I just want to give that option. Well, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. And it it means that you can't book anything the Mm. next day. You just can't. So you're sacrificing possibly another, you know, five to ten grand wedding. So I think that fee needs to be up a little Mm. bit. But I just wanted to play around with the interest and see um, if people like it. Yeah. Has it been working for you? Well, I've only got two inquiries since I've put it up. It's literally just fresh up there. So um, no one's asked about it yet. Oh, yeah, nice. Mm. But you always get that one person that's like, you know, it's their most important day of their life. Yeah. So just, they want Someone it, will be know, like, oh, no like brainer. ASAP, so. 
it's just not going to be for everyone. Mm. And that's fine. Not every no, feature definitely. in your packages yeah. has to be for everyone. Exactly. That's why we have exactly. multiple packages, not just one. <laughs> yeah. So another thing I do like day to day, I guess not day to day, monthly, um, when I started to feel this like, because I was saying yes to any mm. type of work um, and it was generally not very exciting work and I felt this just hatred of what I was mm. doing building up. Um, so I made sure that I enforced every month I have to do at least one creative shoot where I organize everything and I do something that Mm. I want to do. That's so important. Um, So I did a few of those. Yeah, I did a few of those recently with um, a local girl Mm -hmm. called Brie. Yeah, I saw those. They were great. Posted so many of those. Yeah, Yeah. because you love them. It's your work. Yeah. Exactly. You just go back to the roots and just create with no pressure. Mm. Like it's just fun so yeah I really recommend just ensuring you're doing at least one of those a month even the biggest photographers try and do like they will always do that because when you're doing a shoot you're hired for it's not your vision it's someone else's vision like yeah exactly and there's certain ones you can get really excited about but mm. it's it's not you at the end of the day yeah exactly like I post mainly just my creative shoots that I do like all my client work I barely even post because it's just not what I'm I guess that's you know, someone else's vision, I may be shooting, I still love the imagery, but it's just not really yeah. um, what I'm trying to, I guess, put out into my Instagram to try and attract, I guess. Um, so, yeah, you yeah. see big photographers, they still, like, even some of them say at least once a week they try and do a creative shoot. Um, so That's a bit too much for me. Yeah, I guess it depends on your capacity. But, um, yeah, people, like, it's so important. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, collabs are definitely worth it if it's on your terms and I made this kind of like rule of thumb if I'm doing a collab I like to get a whole team together so it's worth it so I want to get a stylist I want to get a makeup artist I want to make it like planned and yeah you know really something I want to put out there and then those images yeah yeah, and then you have like four or five people sharing the images instead of just you and the model so definitely being smart about the way you go about those clubs is definitely um definitely worth it for sure Mm -hmm. but so necessary to do one other thing that I've been doing um, just recently is hiring help. Mm. And this can be massive in helping burnout because you can literally just go through your day-to-day tasks that you hate doing and you don't want to do mm. or you're not necessarily good at and just hand those off. Yeah, And then you can do more of what you are good at and enjoy and prevent burnout. Yeah, no, <laughs> so that's... Like it, it's helped me so much. I think the next thing I'm going to do is try and hand off my CRM platform communications for my weddings. So any inquiries will go through an assistant. Mm. Um, and then when I'm finished editing, they will organize into galleries, send to all of the vendors separately. So like the hair and makeup artists will get like a separate link just for them. Mm-hmm. So it's only theirs, you know, just to make everything easy so that communication between these um, vendors which is super important by the way Mm. um, is just really clear and good and positive Um, yeah so like handing that off even like writing the blog post just all of that kind of stuff if I have someone to do all of that for me then that frees me up to do like another shoot because that's a lot of time when you think about all of the time it takes to do Mm. all of that that's a lot of desk time yeah you don't necessarily want to be doing more desk time if you're a photographer oh absolutely like I don't think people realize that when they do book a photographer or anything like that they just think like all right you rock up you take some photos and you know (laughs) that's it it's like oh no all that screen time like if you look into your screen time it is 
it kills my soul. I'm like, I cannot believe I spend that long looking at a screen. Like, it is revolting. (laughs) But that's your job. And, like, oh, yeah. So, and even emails, I think it's not as simple, like, you know, thanks for... I'm so behind on mine. I I never am. And I feel really bad. But, like, it's just tough. It's tough over here. I thought it would be really easy to stay on top of everything. But there's definitely a few emails I've left go for, like, four or five days, which is horrible but i'm gonna do that right after this episode (laughs) but the thing is like i guess like with some some email replies in a different job might be pretty easy because you're getting the same i guess inquiries for i don't know say you're in clothing you might get people asking for returns or what you know it's easy responding but with like yeah i like photography emails it's like there's always so much goes into every email because it's a i will re-quote like obviously everyone does you have to quote a completely different um price for everyone because everyone's yep. got different needs so there's so much that goes into like every email yeah. response so like emails itself is like huge and then you got a lot like, of my yeah. emails waiting at the moment are, are waiting to set up call times and i'm mm. just like i can't reply because i literally don't know yeah what i'm doing yet. <laughs> I'm like, we're, still, we're still finalizing our trip yeah so i don't want to like schedule something and then be like 10 times oh i'm sorry i can't do it so <laughs> yeah i need to figure that out yeah for sure Alrighty, I think that's about it. Yeah. Well, any tips before we go on what's your biggest thing that's helped you, um, I guess, balance your not getting burnt out? I would say um, making sure you're not booking too much each week. And if you do have a big week, make sure your following week is a bit lighter so you have that time to just relax and get everything done. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say keeping on top of your workflows so that you don't let it fall behind. If you start getting like, you know, three, for me, if I get like three to five shoots behind in editing, it just feels overwhelming to me and it, it just doesn't feel good. Mm. So I would say keep on top of your workflows. Um, make sure you're scheduling that creative shoot every, you know, however so often that you want to and getting help when you're at that point where you can afford a little bit of help. Mm. Um, and it's hard to know when that is and it's a bit scary because you're like, you know, you need to pay someone and yeah. you know that feels like your income and yeah, it's a scary point, but once you do it and find the right person, um, you'll be really thankful. So I would say those five things. Yeah. How about you? I would say definitely, like, obviously, if you're working on your laptop and phone and everything like that, is going to bed and waking up, is don't go on your phone. Limit that screen time to when you're working because um, it's so easy to get into a black hole when you get onto your phone. So mm. I try and keep my phone for work, and it's definitely not easy. Every day I do find myself going into that little trap of the phone, but trying to keep that mm. balance of, um, yeah, like living. So whether you read a book before bed or just do something where you're not on your phone because it's it's hard to – it's very blurry lines. So definitely mm-hmm. um, limiting your screen time for sure outside of work hours and having something – booked in or something to look forward to so you're not just grinding and grinding you're like what's the point of this like yeah with no end in sight yeah just have something to look forward to whether that's a little holiday or just something that um you enjoy just have something that you're working towards for sure um amazing yeah i'd say that's about it lots of other things i'm sure thank you so much guys yeah this has been fun as always and i guess next time we catch up i would have done this italian wedding so that'll be fun to well good luck to chat about <laughs> yeah yeah thank you I'm sure you'll it's gonna be an interesting it. one because i i obviously traveling internationally you have to be a bit more aware of what you're bringing mm. um usually to weddings i bring like full lighting for like dance floor and stuff and yeah. you can't 
I mean, I just didn't bring that. You, You're not going to bring that. You can't, yeah. <laughs> so, and I didn't bring my 85, which um, it's just too big. The Sigma 85, it's a massive lens. So mm. I think I'm going to use my 50 and my 70 to 200 mm. and then my 35 a bit. Mm. I think I'll just stay on those and um, see how it goes. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Actually, I'm shooting a wedding this weekend too. I actually forgot. How fun. Yeah, I'm not like full shooting, just second shooting, but... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I've only done that one with you, so we'll see how yeah. I go. Yeah. Oh, you'll kill it. Be fine. She'll be right. Yeah. <laughs> we can do a little wedding catch-up next time. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Awesome. Thank yeah. you, guys. Hopefully you don't get burnt out. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Don't get burnt out. You can follow me on Instagram at It's Jack Lee and follow Shots Fired Pod as well. And you can follow me at Kdon Photo on the gram. Thanks for listening, guys. I also do YouTube vlogs, so if you want to check those out, it's also It's Jack Lee. Mm. And you can catch up with all my European adventures there. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it's more than just the gym. I want to see you go and adventure, Jack. (laughs) You will. You will. I'm excited. Alrighty. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.